Hello, Sydney. Rob Love, how's it going? It's going good. How are you? Um, I've been better, you know? I don't I can't tell yeah. you when I've been better, but I, I can guarantee I've been better than I currently am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that stinks. So you're you're working at your new job now. I am. Um I'm working at the Starbies. Um it's pretty exciting. I kinda love it. Um the hours are a little bit weird because like I get up some days at like 3, 3.30 for that job and like other days with the bar, I don't get home till 1 a.m. Um, so especially without buffer days between, it's kind of weird to adjust to. I need to figure out my sleep schedule because I haven't been practicing good sleep hygiene is the term that people use. I don't really know what it <laughs> means. That's, yeah, that's a weird term. Yeah, um... I, if I felt if I was in a better uh, mood, I would call my mom and have her explain to us what sleep hygiene is. Sleep hygiene. Hmm. Eh. Yeah. Quality. I mean, I imagine it has to do with the quality, not just the quantity of sleep. I, I think don't know. I think it has to do with um, going to bed at the right time, like having a routine being off devices before bed or wearing those like blue light blocking glasses. Um, Cause I think the ritual of bed is like important to, you know, kind of set that pattern. Um, not, not, not go to bed at 1am some days and then, or I, well, if I get home at 1am, I go to bed around three cause I have to unwind. And then yeah, two days later getting up at three, that can't be, that's probably not good sleep hygiene no no that's not good for anything yeah so uh, I'm, I'm gonna get adjusted to it i think um the good news is the good news is is that they're cutting hours uh at starbucks um because like they were functioning off the government loan money i think and now that that's out and they're scheduling based on the store needs which is not very much um they're they're cutting hours so I might huh. be working. I, I don't really work there that much, but I might be working less there. Um, who's to, who's to, but I, as to, who's to say, but I definitely won't be getting enough hours to qualify for their health insurance plan anytime. Oh soon. no. Yeah. That was the whole point. Well, it is the whole point and long-term, hopefully that will happen for me. Um, I did get my business license got approved. So as soon as I get that um, in the mail, I'm going to open a business bank account. I'm going to put um, Zach Bird on payroll. And then I'm going to call my insurance agent to get uh, insurance for my employees, uh, i.e. Uh, Zach and I. Um, and uh, hopefully get the ball rolling on this surgery. Um, but yeah, and then maybe, you know, for next year, for fiscal year 2021, um, maybe I will be able to get on Starbucks insurance and not have to pay my own, which is going, it's going to cost me $450 a month, which is like kind of a lot of money, you know, so that's what my yeah. private health insurance is going to cost. Um, so for just for just you or you and Zach both? Uh, for just me. So the way that yeah. um, like health insurance plans work for small businesses is 
usually the uh, owner pays 100 to 125 dollars a month per employee and then the employee pays the rest of it um so for me you know the 125 plus my portion is going to equal i think it's 451 something like that and then okay zach will be able to get a more affordable plan like it'll be with the same uh company but he can pick a plan that has less robust coverage. Um, so for him, you know, he will uh, be able to get better insurance than he currently has. And also it'll be at a lower price than what he currently pays because he has private health care, which is usually really pricey and um, not very good. Uh, so that's that's the plan. That's the plan on the hustle. Um, but it's just... So, so so far, it's been me spending um, a lot of money to do all all this legal shit, um, and uh, so fingers crossed it works. Otherwise, I threw away seven hundred dollars. Hey, Sydney, there's yeah. um, there's a protest going by across the street. Is there really? Is that what I'm hearing? Uh huh. Do you live you'll in? You'll be like... able to hear it. You'll be able to hear it better on the recording. Um, do you live in a main thoroughfare? Like, you live on a main pathway? Um, sort of. Like a commuter one, but they're marching around Wright Park right now. Uh. They were there on, they were there on, uh, no, it was Monday. Monday, they, uh, a huge crowd marched. Um, they started, I, I don't know if they started at Wright Park, but they did like a huge, like a big six mile loop, um, kind of around the downtown area. And they were like laying down in the middle of the road, blocking intersections and stuff. And I don't know from, I could hear a lot of it. And from what I could hear, they were getting a lot of support from passing cars, honking their horns and stuff. But but this is the this is the uh, first time, you know, since then that I've heard any protests, and this one's way smaller. Um, how are the protests going in your town? Are they pretty peaceful? They're pretty peaceful, yeah. I think there may have been a couple of windows broken downtown, mm-hmm. and that caused the. I'm gonna shut the door. <laughs> there they go, with their yelling and their signs and stuff good for them yeah Um, yeah it is it is good i'm proud of them it is good it is good but it's not good for a podcast to have that going on in the background so i'm gonna shut the door not ideal (laughs) but um so a couple windows broken but no major chaos yeah um so yeah that that's how it was here but for some reason like yesterday there was a a city council meeting they meet on this is a wednesday when we're recording they meet on tuesdays and um like part of the uh, one of the decisions made during the council meeting was to uh have a curfew for the city of tacoma mm-hmm. starting at like 9 30 that night so they like decided this at like 5 30 or 6 30 <laughs> and then I don't know how that works, but how do you get the word out to, you know, 200,000 people that they'll get arrested if they're, you know, if they're outside in four hours? Like, mm-hmm. how, you know, in, how do you get that message to them in that three-hour pe- period of time? I don't know, but whatever. 
Um, are, so that was weird. Does your curfew have allowances? Um, like here, we have a curfew, but you are allowed to travel to and from work, obviously, but you're also allowed to travel to take care of sick people, animals, whatever, um, and also to get food. So restaurants can stay open their normal oh, hours. And people and can... And supermarkets. And supermarkets. So you can travel oh, okay. to them to get food. Um, but then the wording of it is like, but, but for the purpose of this ordinance, private property counts as public property, so you should not be on it, except for that you can patronize private businesses. And I, I mean, honestly, it's just a way for them to arrest people with, yeah. who they otherwise right. wouldn't have probable cause for. Um, right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it it's it's very weird. Um I haven't so far been out after curfew because um I'm playing hooky from work to record with you. Um so. oh, <laughs> you didn't Oh, that's so funny. I mean, I didn't want to be there anyways. That's yeah, something tells me there's a little more behind that than just to record this podcast, but I appreciate yeah. it because I really wanted to get well, I wanted to get this pup dates. I assume this is a pup date. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get this pup date recorded, but then we have a very special um, episode that we're going to record after that, which I've been looking forward to for for quite some time. Yeah. Some time. Yeah. You contacted me and said if we didn't record soon, that you were going to forget everything. Um, and so <laughs> I, I, I'm having, I'm just having a lot of issues with my endometriosis. I'm super nauseous and I, for whatever Ugh. reason, I don't have any CBD or marijuana, uh, in the house. I should have like been a responsible adult and gotten that cause I've just been on like two days of like, just, you know, having a case of that, like, bleh. Um, and, uh, and like the AC went out in my car and I I had to take it to the mechanic and I'm just hot and I'm nauseous and I'm angry at the world. And, um, I, I just didn't want to be at work. And so I was like, well, you know, I'm going to play hooky. Let me see if Rob wants to record. And, uh, sure enough, you did. Hell yeah. Coming through in a pinch. That's what I do. (laughs) That is what you do. (laughs) Um, so yeah, uh, but, oh, one of the weird things about the curfew thing here that I read about for the first time last night on Twitter was, um, like the city of Tacoma finally released some of the, you know, bullet points of what this curfew entails. And, um, one of the bullet points essentially said, we're not planning to enforce this curfew. <laughs> what the, then why are they even <laughs> like enact they it? I don't know. It was more like, I don't, they just sort of, I think they were just scared that some bad stuff was going to happen. So they're like, okay, everyone just, just stay home. Okay. Just stay home. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Here they, um, they have been pulling people over on the freeway that, cause that's the other thing is like, you say you can commute to and from work, but like they're pulling people over for it. Um, uh, our protests have kind of settled down early in the week. Um, w- the big, like, rich people mall, the Neiman Marcus, like, Fendi mall, um, was broken into and, like, chaos happened. Um, and oh, no. 
uh, I know the mall. Expensive things were taken. <laughs> um, and uh, apparently the city of Scottsdale was just absolutely appalled that the police force wasn't there to defend the mall. Like, because the police basically stayed away until like the end of it. They're like, let them do it. Let them blow shit up in the mall because, like, they were setting off explosives, I guess. I don't know. Um, and so Whoa. then after that, there was this huge call to action. Like, somebody... And, and none of none of the people who raided the mall were, like, Black Lives Matters protesters. They were all just idiots. Like, they... It, opportunists. Opportunists. Yeah. One of them, I guess, was, like, this multimillionaire YouTuber. Um, I can't remember who it is. So it's just people trying to get, like, I don't know, um, uh, uh, what do they call it? Cred? Um, Cred, yeah. Like, just trying to be cool, and, um, which is just disappointing, because you're, like, you're you're ruining this movement for people by just being idiots. Like, no one asked for your white ass to come here and incite violence. But, um, so after that, there was this big call to action, and, and they enacted the curfews, and they filled the streets with um military humvees and it's just like it's it's fucking wild and so i'm glad that i live in the suburbs now but i'm like it makes me a little bit uh wary about commuting to and from work because i will be driving late at night way after curfew um but yeah 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 for sure I mean, I'm I'm white. Yeah, that's sketchy. So I probably you're white. Yeah, it probably won't be a problem. I won't be like the girl no. who was put in jail for 14 hours because she was buying tampons after curfew. Um, so I don't know. Weird, weird times. Uh-huh. Um, and and my coworker was like, they enacted the curfew to uh, protect the protesters, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, they enacted it so they can arrest them. Um, yeah, well, here's the... I mean, I get that, but then also there's not, like, a lot of protests going on after 9... Like, the, our curfew didn't start till 9.30 p.m. Uh, ours so is 8. It's like... Well, even then, it's like, how many... Pr- unless that's when it's finally cooling off enough in Phoenix to go outside. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know how many protests begin after... <laughs> after that i don't know i don't know they arrested so I, some I, people on their on like on their front porch for being out after curfew like yeah well that's stupid yeah so yeah they like drove the protesters into this neighborhood and started tear gassing them and like a couple who was on their front porch filming were arrested and another lady who was watering her plants and passed out from the tear gas they handcuffed her like passed out body so I don't know that they're handling it um, the best. Uh, apparently things have, have simmered down um, in the past day or so. Um, it's hard to keep up because it changes every day. And, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, well, I'll tell you how, um, how bad the protests have gotten here. Um, there appears to be an ice cream truck <laughs> in, in, in Wright Park. To sell ice cream to the protesters. So, and it's still on all four wheels. It hasn't been flipped over or burned yet. That's good. The cops haven't smashed it. (laughs) Yeah, the cops haven't smashed it. How do you think, do you think an ice cream truck would burn if, 
if you tried to set it on fire oh. or would all the melting ice cream put it out? Um, interesting question. I I don't know. That's I uh, will leave that one up to the listeners. They can write in about that. Um I hope those guys from Mythbusters are listening. <laughs> I wish. I wish I had more listeners. <laughs> I was like, because like everyone, like it's like if you aren't making a statement about this, you're you're part of the problem. And there's all these people on the internet saying like, if if you aren't speaking out against what's happening, then you're part of the problem, whatever. And like my thoughts are this, is that like I find the sort of virtue signaling that um, – my white friends are doing to be kind of offensive, like screenshots of their donations, selfies at rallies. Like it's like their way of saying, I'm not one of the bad ones. Um, and it's like, why don't you stop like blaring your mouth and listen to what people of color have to say, but you've like somehow managed to still make this about you. Um, and, uh, and and like some of them, I'm like, I know that you used the N word up until 2016, and now you're telling, you're posting like white people, you need to learn about race and blah blah blah. And I'm like, you need to learn that too. Like, I, like I, it's just, and so I was like, am I as someone who has a podcast, am I supposed to say something? Um, or am I a bad person for not making a public statement about this? And and the thing is, like, I'm not an activist, and I think it's, like, best to defer to people who are more intelligent than me in any area. <laughs> like, I, I, do a, I do a lighthearted infotainment podcast. I don't – I'm not qualified to, to speak on a lot of things, and I just think I should defer to the expert. But I'm, like, am I a bad person for not saying anything? And, like, ultimately – um, it's not like I have that huge of an audience, but I was like, I have friends who aren't listeners of the show, but are they going to judge me on social media for not using this platform? Um, I don't know. It's just, it's very weird. Cause I'm like, the, I, yeah, I'm a white person. I'm, I'm an idiot when it comes to politics. So like, don't, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I shouldn't be the one making statements. <laughs> Well, and I think when you're dealing with systemic racism, um, a little bit of lip service on social media isn't really going to fix the problem. It's a little bit thoughts and prayersy, you know. Yes, a hundred percent. And I'm like, it's it's just like okay, all these things that white people are doing on social media to prove that they're not one of the bad ones, when it's like, in my experience, when a customer says they're going to tip me big, they don't, and when a person says feels the need to state that they are a good person they usually aren't and it's like I I am a person who are like I've never doubted systemic racism I've never doubted racism in policing I was raised in a mixed family so I have firsthand experience in the disparity of you know the police interaction like when I rode in the car with my mom no problem when I rode in the car with my stepdad and siblings we were always pulled over. Like I, so I, I never had a doubt that this was something that existed. Um, but it's like all these white people just realized that racism is real and they're, they feel the need to scream about it. And I'm like, what great, like signal boosting is great, but also why don't you just link to what people of color have to say? Um, 
Because, yeah, it is thoughts and prayers I'm like, donate to the things. Sign the petitions. March. Write your senators. Do all of those things. But if you feel the need to post screenshots of every good thing that you do, it is very much like, look at me, look at me, I did a good. And it's like, you should be doing good. It's like when people are like, oh, my God, hashtag adulting. I did things that I'm supposed to do. Just fucking do the things. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, so I – it. I am I've been on a social media hiatus during this because it was making me really angry at my white friends. Um, and I just was like, I, I can't deal with this. I as in all matters, I default to black Twitter, which, you know, I think listeners of the show know that I'm I'm deep. I'm deep in black Twitter. And with this as well, I'm like, when in doubt, defer to black Twitter. Um, for your information instead of just a bunch of like white people patting themselves on the back. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't get your, um, your social commentary from the likes of Patton Oswalt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, he's definitely more intelligent than like the people like, cause okay. The people I follow on Instagram, I follow because they're artists or, um, you know, fashion people or whatever, or they're people that I know in real life. Um, they aren't intellectuals, especially in the realm of like race relations, history, um, you know, politics. So like the fact that they are being so vocal about things that they don't know what they're talking about, at least Patton Oswald seems to read a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I don't say, know I'm why not I saying go to him. him for your news, but I'm just saying I, he's less dumb than than my friends. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's erudite, I think, is a good way to describe him. Mm -hmm. Like, he's smart for smart's sake, you know? Yeah. He's like the, he's one of the um, editors of Smart Fuck Magazine. <laughs> Editor-in-chief. <and>, editor, <laughs> editor Editor-in-chief um, of Smart Fuck Magazine. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I posted a thing on Instagram just being like, there's no show this week. I'm just not in a place where I want to do lighthearted stuff. You know, please defer to the voices of black activists at this time. Like, And then I said, if you... If you donate to any of these causes, I put a link to, like, a link tree... Um, for like bail funds and petitions. Like I'm like, if you are desperate for SDS content, donate to these and shoot me an email. I'll send you MP3s of like free Patreon episodes or like I'll mail you stickers. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll mail you dirty socks, like whatever you want <laughs> in order to donate. Oh, but I'm uh, not protest. I'm, sorry. March. You could have, you could, you could sell March worn socks. That would be good. That would be good. Like, yeah, if you donate fifty dollars <laughs> to the, you know, this bail bond fund to get protesters out of jail, then I will send you my. I, I will go. I will go downtown. I will march, and you can have those socks, like a hundred percent. But I'm not. I'm. I am not going to like wax on and on about these complex issues because there are much, much more intelligent people who can speak to that. Um, I, I just yeah. read what those people say and then I cry, um, and while eating donuts <clears throat> in my car, that's how my afternoon went yesterday. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was rough. It's been rough for sure. Mm -hmm. It's, I'm partially distracted by that 
protest is still going on, like right across the street. This one didn't just continue walking around the, the park. They they decided to camp out essentially right across the street. Oh, that's good. So you get a view. I, maybe yeah, it's perfect. Maybe you can go like pick up. Are there any cute chicks out there? Like some hairy, probably some hairy chicks for you. There's a lot of angry people, mm. from what I can tell. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're DTF. Uh, probably, <laughs> probably not. Not now, but they might be later. Not, yeah, not a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> just, just anger fuck. Yeah, <laughs> the hairy white guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Rob. my pelvis, like pulverize the pelvis. <laughs> Is that not what you're into? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> oh. Um. Hey, Rob. How much do you weigh? Because the other day I was I was driving and I go, I think that I might weigh more than Rob Love. Oh, most chicks do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I haven't weighed myself in a while, but my driver's license says 150. 150? Yeah. Okay, I do weigh, I weigh less than you, so that's good. That's good. Okay, there you go. Yeah. I, I was, weighed like 135. All the way, like to you know, from the time that I was, you know, reached my, you know, eventual height, all the way through, like, I don't know, maybe thirty or so, I was like one thirty-five, and then since then it's gone up to one fifty. I've got my dad bod kicking in. Well, you are a dad, and you don't commute to, you don't bike commute to work anymore because you work in your backyard. Yeah, oh, well, that was even when I was, like, in really good shape, I was 150. Oh. So it could have actually gone, it could could have gone up. Yeah, we don't <laughs> know. Then. And I don't know. I, we don't know. We'll hope, we may never know. We may never know. Um, uh-uh. Is there anything else? What else is happening before we go into doing our real episode? I gave, okay, so I was at, I was on my way to the supermarket. I, I had to, like stop at the bank, stop at the supermarket, whatever. And um, I was pass, passing by the um, the pet food store where I get dog treats. And I was like, well, I might as well go in there. Oh. And so you know, it's really cool. You go in there. They've got like, there's a sign on the door. We ask all you know customers to wash their hands as they enter. They've got a little portable hand washing station there where you like pump it with your foot and like soap and paper towels and everything. So it's cool. You wash your hands go in there and I got I was getting like a a scoop of um I like these little they're gluten they're grain free um dog treats in bulk you know you like get the scoop although the scoops were missing probably because of (laughs) the covid so you know you just take your bag and you invert it and you pretend like you're picking up a dog poop oh, but you're actually yeah. scooping, you're scooping treats out of the bin right but um i like to get these ones they're shaped like leaves and flowers and they're like um they're grain free um these ones happen to be parmesan cheese flavored and i don't know they're just the perfect size for blue so i was getting blue some of those treats because i've been feeding her treats even though i can't pet her or i still haven't been petting her um but I'll still give her treats, you know, and it's, which is really fun. But I was like, I want to get her a real treat. So um, I went, I know the type of like bones that they give their dogs. Um, 
there's another blue has like there's another dog that lives next door and he's a mastiff he's like this giant his name is his name is hooch and he's just like one of those big slobber dogs. He's like a copper colored mastiff, you know, giant head and just like, but he's super sweet. He's, he's like a rambunctious toddler. But, um, <clears throat> so I got, I know what kind of bones they're allowed to have. Cause Hooch has this thing where he'll just like try and swallow things whole. So you can't get him like those pig's ears or whatever, because he'll like chew it for a while and then just try and swallow it, and it gets lodged in his throat or something. I don't know. Oh, that's not but good. His, that's not good. His owner, I yeah, I found out because his owner was like, yeah, um, could you not give hooch treats anymore? <laughs> I was like, okay, no problem. I think it was like a rawhide thing that I had given them or something. Oh yeah, those but are bad. Give, I heard. If well, it was a not. It's not rawhide. It was like a not. I think it's called not hide, and it's just like it's real. I, whatever. Yeah, I've heard rawhide's bad too. But anyway, if you if you give one to uh, one dog, the other dog is gonna get it, and so whatever. It has to be suitable. So I know the type of bones they're allowed to get. They're those like marrow bones that come wrapped in cellophane, and they're like, you know, they come in different sizes. But like, I got him one of the. It's about like, you know, seven, eight inches long, like big, good, good thickness to it. You know, slow down, Sydney. It's a bone. I'm talking about a boner. (laughs) So um, and like filled with marrow, right? That's the part of the thing. You know, it's like the marrow bone. So I got her one of those. And the other day she came begging for a treat and, um, like she's done she's started doing this thing where she like will come to my back door and um she'll even like step inside like cross the threshold of the back door into the mud into the mud room which is new like before i'd try to entice her in and Mm -hmm. she would always act like she was about to get kidnapped and she was like stranger danger stranger danger no it's that's (laughs) the right way to react to a man with a two foot long beard (laughs) so but like recently and it wasn't this time but she actually like i was she followed me to my to the back door while i went inside to get a treat and i left the door open like usual and she actually like walked inside she was like inside the mud room like sniffing around (laughs) it's like oh adventure how adventuresome but this was later than that so like she she followed me to the back door and uh, I was like, okay, I'm going to give her the bone. I was like, have you been a very good dog, Blue? Stop. A very, very good dog? Because I always ask her if she's a good dog before giving her a treat. I have to, you know, make yeah, her of course. Affir- Background affirm check. that. Mm-hmm. And then I usually make her <clears throat> do, you know, I make her sit. And then oh. that proves that she's a good dog. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you, you are a good dog. And then I give her the treat. So I came out, I came out with the bone and I'm like, there's no way to hide it. Usually I hide the treat behind my back, but I had to like unwrap the cellophane and stuff. So I start peeling the plastic off and she gets a look at that bone and her eyes got so wide and she started licking her lips. It was the cutest thing. She was like, I know what that is. I'm in for a treat. So I finally get the plastic off of it, make her sit. She sits. I hold the bone out. She takes the bone in her teeth and then just 
walks away. <laughs> Usually she'll <laughs> yeah. hang out and want to like chew the treat right there or whatever. But she's like, boom, got what I want. I'm out of here. So she goes back to her yard and immediately proceeds to bury the bone. Oh, I didn't know dogs <laughs> so really did her. that. I know this is the first time I've ever seen it actually happen, but I know both of those dogs do, but she's more of a, a barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I just, I watched her go and like dig a hole and bury it and come back empty handed. And I'm like, blue, where's the bone? Where's the bone blue? I said, you could borrow it, not have it. (laughs) So there's a little tension between me and blue. She still hasn't given me back that bone that I lent her. I get it because I have lent women clothes and um, chicks never give you clothes back when you uh, lend them (laughs) to it. Uh, That is just the thing. And like sometimes I'll just be driving and I'll think about something I lent to someone and be like, man, really wish I had that. Sometimes it's like I will, I've lent things before I ever even got the chance to wear them myself. And uh, <laughs> it's just been like, well, I guess it, it never really was mine. You know, I never wore it. It was never really mine. It just, if you love something, set it free. Um, but yeah, so I get, I get it, Blue. She's, she's a lady, yeah. right? She's the lady. They like their trophies. Mm-hmm. Just like abroad. <laughs> Just like um, there was a Mastiff that um, was coming to my bar when we were, were running it outdoors like a lemonade stand. Big black Mastiff. Gorgeous. And the thing with this dog is that it catches ice cubes. So you throw it ice cubes, it catches it. Now, I didn't do this because my thing is I don't like to get too close to a dog that I don't know. If I can't kick its ass with one hand. And this motherfucker weighed somewhere between what I weigh and you weigh. It was a big dog. Um, but my coworker was doing the ice trick and um, she dropped an ice cube and she bent down to pick it up. And the dog, because the dog is on instinct, it bites for ice. So when she bent down to pick it up, the dog was also heading down to pick it up. And it bit my coworker's head. Like, its jaw went all the way around her head. She had bruises. And she's like, it was my fault. You know, I shouldn't have... Bit. That was his eyes. I shouldn't have bent down to pick it up. And I'm like, but also, yeah, that's why I don't... I don't fucks with dogs that can kick my ass. Because it bit your whole head. Your whole fucking head fit in that dog's mouth. Um, that does, just doesn't seem right. <clears throat> Yeah, that is that is a little bit sketchy, especially if you don't know the dog. Luckily, Hooch is a just a big sweetie. Mm-hmm. Like all he wants is to like basically come sidle up to you and like lean on you, which basically pushes you over, you know, oh. like knocks you off your balance. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he just wants to like be close to you and get pets and maybe slobber a little bit, but oh. he's never licked me or I've given him, you know, I've fed him treats by hand, and he's super gentle. So, Hooch is a good one. Gentle giant. But, uh, gentle giant. Um, he's well, a I guess, do we, is that it? We've talked about dogs, so we might as well wrap this shit up. That's what I was thinking. It's a, it's a pup date now. It's official. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed the pup date, and Rob and I are just going to roll right into recording a very special episode that Rob did all the work for. So thank you, Rob. Hell yeah. (laughs) My pleasure. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.